Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for August 23rd, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled, You Are Not a Mistake, You Are Destiny's Child. God made plans for you from the foundations of the world. You are called for such a time as this. You are anointed for such a time as this. God sent you to this planet at just the right time. The Bible says when the fullness of time came, this happened and that happened. Guess what? In the fullness of time, God sent you to this planet. You were born when you were supposed to be born. You were born where you were supposed to be born. Why? Because of why you were supposed to be born. You were not a mistake. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. There's God's graces upon you to do whatever it is that you're called to do, and we need you to do it. It takes all of us to be the church. I need you to be you. You need me to be me, and together we will leave a mark that will not easily be erased. You know why? Because you are not a mistake. All right, so that said, let's get into the message for this morning. Uh, I'm in this series, I'm flowing in this vein, and I'm going to teach this morning. Uh, but one of the things I was led to do was because my kids are going to school today, first day of school, August 23rd for this year, school year, and some children have already gone to school, uh, but some will go like next week. And so either way, no matter where you are in that journey, if you're a parent with, with school age children, uh, then you know, first day of school, you know what this is like, and you pray over your children for the school year and that kind of thing. And so I was led to provide for you. I'm going to provide for you a couple of declarations, a declaration of faith for your children to declare over their own school year, for you as a parent to declare over them, and then a prayer that I'm going to pray, and I want you to set your faith in agreement. And then I'm going to make these available on social media. So I'm going to post these later on Facebook and on Instagram so you can share them as well. And this is something that you can have and pray over your children and your children to pray as well. All right. So uh, some of you have grandchildren. So, you know, pray this over your grandchildren. Uh, so the title of today's message is you were born for this and I'm going to get to that. You were born for this, but I'm also deal with prayers for the school year. So let's deal with the prayers first and then let's get into the message for today. So the first one is a declaration of faith for your children as they go to school. Now, uh, now a lot of them have already gone right out of the house or some are, are about to leave, but still, this is a declaration of faith that you can declare or have your children to declare over their lives. I'm just going to speak it. I'm just going to declare it. I'm not going to ask you to repeat after me, uh, but you can set your faith in agreement. This is for your children to say. I had my, my high schooler already declare this over his life for this morning. You, your children can say, on a, even on a daily basis if they want, Father, I put my life in your hands. I trust in you. I will not be disappointed. I know who I am. No one can influence me the wrong way. I enter into this day knowing I am intelligent, grace for success, loved, and protected from all harm. I am not afraid of COVID-19 or anything else. I enjoy your protection every day of my life. As I go to school, I respect my parents and my teachers. I am kind, nice, polite, courteous, and gracious. I have friends because I show myself friendly. The Holy Spirit helps me to remember everything I need to remember for class. My mind is alert. My body is awake. And I am ready to make the most of this day. I excel academically. I am an example socially. I am God's child. 
and I act like it everywhere I go. You made plans for me, and I know it. Greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. So you could have set your faith in agreement with that for your, for your children. Now, this is actually now, this is one for those of you that are parents like me. This is one for you to speak over your children. But once again, I'm not going to ask you to repeat after me. Uh, I just want you to set your faith in agreement. So this is something that you can use for your own children. Father, and set your faith in agreement with this. Father, I put my children in your hands. As they go to school, I trust in you with my whole heart. You give and I give angels charge over them. Nothing can harm them. No sickness, disease, bacteria, virus, or germ has any power over them. They are covered by the blood of Jesus. I declare that my children resist negative influences. They are shielded from all dangers. They are resistant to physical illness. And they are divinely capable of excelling at everything they put their hands to do. I love them and you love them. More importantly, my children know they are loved. They are respectful and kind. They are courteous and polite. They are sharp and focused. They comprehend, process, digest, and understand everything that relates to their education. They excel academically and socially. This year is the best year of their lives. You are with them everywhere they go, and you will see to it that your best is manifested. Greater is coming for my children. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. Praise God. And lastly, this is a prayer uh, that I'm going to ask you to set your faith in agreement with. Those were declarations. Now, this is a prayer. Let me just pray this over our children and then we'll get into the message. I hope that this is going to help you as well. And like I said, I'm going to make this available to you on social media. And those of you that get the emails, you already have it. All right, so let's pray. Father, we pray for our children all over the world as they go to school this year. We stifle the hands and the mouths of bullies. We come up against danger, violence, fighting, attacks, and school shootings. We command angels to shield and protect our children, their teachers, and the school grounds this year. We pray against the spread of COVID-19 in all variants. May your love fill every facility. May teachers have the patience required to adequately teach their students. May the students be respectful, well-mannered, and focused on their education. May the children excel academically and socially. May this year be the best year of their lives. As parents, we also develop patience with our children. May we all be involved in our children's education and in their lives. May our children grow up to be the men and women that you've called them to be for such a time as this. We pray this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Now, if you don't have children, you can be like, man, Rick, you took a lot of time with that. Listen, once you get kids, you're going to know why I took so much time with that. Right? I mean, uh, parenting is one of the most challenging and one of the most rewarding things that God has called us to do. And to God be the glory for our children. All right. So now that that's out of the way, we can get into the word for this morning. The title of today's message is You Were Born for This. I'm going to use the Apostle Paul as an example. And so let's talk about it. And so one of the key aspects that I've been teaching you in this series, uh, one of the key points really I'm trying to drive home, the fact that you were born for this, that God made plans for you from the foundations of the world, is for you to know that you have the grace to face whatever you're facing, right? So when you know that you're not a mistake and you know that God 
sent you to this planet and you are a product of intelligent design, then, then when you're facing something, you know that, wait a minute, God prepared me for this. God sent me for this. God has given me the grace for this. I can too. I can take it. I am born for this, right? I was born for this thing. There's nothing I can't do because if I'm facing it, then God already knew I was going to face it. And if God already knew I was going to face it and I'm not a mistake, he knows all things. He's been to my future and he already visited my future and he already gave me the grace to get it done. Then if I'm facing it, then I can take it. I am born for this. That's what I'm talking about today. You got it? And I'm going to use the Apostle Paul as a great example. See, the Apostle Paul in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 to, through 27 he was venting a little bit almost like, you know, he was like, I want y'all to know what I've been through. And so he's like, okay, listen, let me be honest with y'all. I have worked much harder than, than just about anybody I know. I've been in prison more frequently. I've been flogged more severely. I've been exposed to death over and over again. Five times I got 40 lashes minus one. I, I got that five times. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. One time I spent a, a, a night and a day in the open sea. I've been constantly on the move. I've been in danger from rivers, danger in, from bandits, danger from my own countrymen, danger from the Gentiles. I've been in danger in the city. I've been in danger in the country. I've been in danger in the sea. My God, I've been in danger from false brothers. I have labored. I have toiled. I've often gone without sleep. I've known how to hunger. I've known what it is to thirst. I've often gone without food. I have been cold and I have been naked doggone it and so so he wrote half the new testament and, and 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 this is what he went through but he had the grace to do it let me just talk about some of the things that he said so five times he was given 40 lashes minus one so 39 stripes with the cat of nine tails if you watch the movie the passion of the christ um then you know how hard it was for for us as humans to watch jesus you know receive 39 lashes with a cat of nine tails i'm not going to go through graphically i've done that before around easter time normally but to see that happen is hard to watch paul went through that five times think about that for a minute five times he was beaten with rods three times now i don't know if you i'm from brooklyn we used to play around with sticks and stuff i don't know if you ever got hit with a stick right so if you ever got hit by with a stick by mistake doggone it that thing hurts can you imagine being beaten with rods like on purpose three times like with rods with sticks he was even stoned once. Now, if you've ever been hit by a rock, once again, by mistake, oh, out, my bad. No, he was stoned. Like, this is something that normally kills people. He was stoned intentionally by grown men, and he survived it. He was shipwrecked three times. Now, it, it, after shipwreck number two, I would have been like, you know what? I, I need to take a different mode of transportation. My God. He was shipwrecked three times. And one of the times, he spent all night and all day in the open sea, hanging like a movie, hanging on to a piece of wood so he wouldn't drown, right? I mean, he went through all of that to get this done, to get his divine assignment done. He was constantly on the move. And so God's assignment for his life had him going from place to place. It's hard to build relationships. This is not, he didn't have social media. He didn't have text messages. He didn't have none of that. So he's always on the move. He's doing what God called him to do. He's going in and out of prison uh, over and over again. He didn't write half the New Testament from a nice office with AC and the internet. No, he wrote it. Half, a lot of those books he wrote from jail. So he was locked up in jail. He went from prison to prison. He was in and out of prison. I'm talking about all of this happened. Why? Because he was called to do something special for his divine assignment. He was a soldier for Christ. He endured hunger and thirst and perilous times and treacherous people and all of this. Why? Because it was part of his assignment. Now, he had the grace to do it. What does this mean for you 
today. Let me just give you a few things as I close, as I'm telling you, you were born for this. Now, I'm not saying you got to go through what Paul went through because maybe you're not called to do what Paul was called to do. Most of us are not. And so, but you have the grace to face whatever you're supposed to face. Now, maybe your task, your assignment is not going to require you to overcome and endure the challenges that Paul did. Thank, thank God for that. But whatever you are called to do, you're going to have your own set of challenges. And when you're going through those challenges, you got to remind yourself that you have the grace for it, that you were born for this. So what does this mean for you today? Let me give you a, quick, a few quick things as I close. So number one, God has, look at, look at me, God has given you the grace for it. I don't know what you're facing this morning. Okay, maybe you're not facing what Paul faced, but whatever you're facing, maybe it's big to you. And you're like, man, this is big for me, Rick. Okay, you have the grace for it. You have the grace for it. I want you to know that, that remember, you you were sent to this planet for a reason, and God already knew everything that you, that you were going to go through, and so he gave you grace. One aspect of grace is God's unmerited favor, God opening doors for me that no man can close, God giving me a blessing that I do not deserve. That's one aspect of grace. But the other aspect of grace is God's empowerment, God's empowering presence for me to do what I could not do without God. And so there's this power on you, this supernatural that's on you for you to endure and to overcome. You don't have to quit. You don't have to give up. You don't have to cave in. Why? Because God is on you and in you and with you and for you. Say amen to that. Number two, when you're facing something, you should remind yourself that you have the grace for it. If God had not empowered you to face it, you would not be facing it. If it is true that you would never face something that you can't handle, and, and that's true, then if you're facing it, it is evidence that God trusts you with it. It is saying, God is saying, wow, you can handle it, son. Wow, you can handle it, daughter. So instead of you looking at something and be like, oh, woe is me, no, you could be like, whoa, it's me. You know what I'm saying? Wow. God, thank you for allowing me to face what I'm facing right now. Now, you can say to your wife, say to your husband, babe, 10 years ago, this would have destroyed me. 15 years ago, I, I would have pulled my hair out. You know what I'm saying? You know, 20 years ago, I would have given up already. But God has given me this grace for me to endure. I can overcome. I, there's no quit in me. God, God's super is on my natural. I, I thank, Father, I thank you that you trust me with this thing. Now, sometimes I feel like I can't do it. But obviously, if I'm facing it, then I can take it. This is not one of the things that I've got to do. This is one of the things that I get to do. And so, so, so your power is on me to overcome. I can take it. I can do it. I can, I'm going to keep going. I will not cave in. The only way I can lose is if I quit. Look at me. I don't know who I'm talking to this morning, but somebody who, who is at the point of wanting to give up. Listen, if you give up, if you decide to give up, then yes, you, you will lose, but you will only lose because you quit. But if you keep going, God's super is on your natural. I remember Michael Jordan said, I never lost a game. I just ran out of time. And so, so as a believer, you just listen, you just keep going. The only way you can lose is if you quit. If it doesn't look like I'm winning, then the battle is not over, doggone it. I'm going to keep going until I come out on top. God's grace is on me to succeed. I was born for this. Say amen to that. Number three, you will be amazed at what you can accomplish when you submit to God's will and you embrace his grace. When you start walking out your divine purpose and you start walking, you know what? I am who God says I am. I can do what God says I can do. I am, I'm a, I'm a be who God called me to be. I, I can do all things. God is without God. I can do nothing, but with God, I can do all things. When you embrace the grace to do what God has called you to do, you will live a life that it far exceeds anything you ever imagined. I'm already at that point. I, I, I already exceeded my dreams a long time ago. As, as a Dominican kid from Brooklyn, I had dreams and those dreams have been exceeded 
long time ago. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so so I'm walking. I'm already punching above my weight. I'm walking. Uh, it, it, this, this is just whatever you want to do, God. I'm down for whatever. Just open up your heart to God's grace. You were born for this. The only way you can lose is if you quit. Number four, I think this is my last point. You don't have to look like what you've been through. So when people think of the Apostle Paul, you know what we don't think about? We don't think about all the stuff I just said this morning. When I bring up the Apostle Paul, people don't think about 39 lashes with a cat of nine tails five times. People don't think about being, you know, beaten with rods or stoned or shipwrecked. No, people don't think about that. People don't think about the fact that he was in and out of jail. People think about the impact that he made. Why? Because you don't have to look like what you've been through. He went through all of that, but he didn't complain. He didn't murmur the whole time. He wasn't whining about it. He went through it and he went through it with the grace of God. He was embraced. He embraced the grace to go through it and he never once complained about it. <clears throat> so my point for you today is this. You don't have to look like what you've been through. And one of the ways for you not to look like what you've been through, the Bible says that we can go through the fire, come out the other side and not even smell like smoke. Well, one of the ways for you to do that is for you to embrace the, God, the grace of God to do what it is that God has called you to do. When you embrace God's grace to do what God has called you to do, you can face challenges, challenges that will crush other people. And, and people won't even know it because you're living every day with a spring in your step, a song in your heart, and a smile on your face. I remember years ago, I talked to my sister all the time, almost every day. And, and I remember years ago, at the end of the year, I was doing today's word, and I said, man, I just want y'all to know this year was one of the hardest years of my life. And, but by the grace of God, I'm still here. And then my sister called me after today's work. She was like, man, did I miss something? Like, we talk all the time. You never, I didn't know you was going through something. I was like, yeah, you know why? Just like Paul. Paul never glorified his, his challenges. Paul never glorified his, his obstacles. Paul never glorified his weaknesses. I, I'm not going to sit here and, and glorify the devil. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, man, woe is me. My life is hard. Look at this. I got to face this. I got to face that. I got... No, no, no. No, I am who I am by the grace of God. Am I facing something? Yeah, I'm, I go through stuff like everybody goes through stuff. But you're not going to know it because I'm going to get up every morning with a spring in my step, with a song in my heart, with a smile on my face, with a praise on my lips. Glory to God. And because of that, yes, you can go through whatever you go through. You can go through the fire and not even smell like smoke. You don't have to look like what you've been through. You don't know what I've been through. People see your glory, but they don't know your story. They don't know what you've been through, and they don't need to know what you've been through. Glorify God. Now, if God let, you know, leads you to give a testimony, give a testimony. But other than that, I'm going to get up every morning no matter what I'm facing, I'm going to be the same. I'm going to be consistently the same. And so when you are consistently consistent, when you have faith and patience, when you get up every morning the same way and you come to God the same way, one of the things, I, I may not be a lot of things, but one of the things I am is consistent. So you just be consistent. You be who it is that God has called you to be. And when you live that way and you're consistent, though, no matter what you face, you will face it with the grace of God. You know why? Because you know you were born. For such a time as this. You're born for it. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Now, this time I am going to ask you to repeat after me. And I am going to ask you to declare this over your life. Uh, you know, with a, with a speak words of faith from a believing heart. Say this. Say, Father, this is a season of leveling up for me. I level up by embracing the fact that I am born for this. Paul endured things that would have killed the average human. But you graced him to endure and overcome. 
you gave Paul a difficult assignment. But along with the assignment, you gave him the grace to complete it. Even though he had to face seemingly insurmountable opposition. Paul was able to do it because he didn't do it in his own strength. So like Paul, I rely on you, Father, in your empowering grace. I am determined to arrive at your overall destination for my life. Nothing can stop me because you are with me. No matter what I face, I face it knowing that I was born for it. Greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes, you want my notes. Like today's notes were really good with all the prayers. If you want that, just go to todaysword.org. On the top right corner of the website, there's a subscribe button. Click on that, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, go into this day. I'm going to share those prayers in a few minutes. So you'll be able to download them and share them and reshare them and that kind of thing. But listen, I love you. God loves you more. Do me a favor. Two things. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message has been a blessing. And then share this message right now. This is something people need to hear. Share it on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Have an amazing day. And tell your kids to have an amazing year. All right. God bless you.